Hi, I'm Ian. And I'm Nick. And we are the two fat DJs. So welcome to episode three of Two Fat DJs. And uh, a big hello to everyone who's uh, maybe watching us for the first time. Um, we're really enjoying doing these, and we want to say hello to everyone who's joined us in the uh, Two Fat DJs Facebook group. If you've not been there yet, you need to go and search us out. So get onto Facebook and just search for Two Fat DJs. That's T-O-O, as in Two Fat, not... not. Loads of messages again as well. Are you getting lots of messages? Yeah, getting some really good support from people. I mean, this is a really rough and tumble podcast. It's very, it's very honest. It's not recorded with high resolution 8k mega cameras or super duper sound apart from these boxy little microphones but you know i think people really like that and we are getting a lot of people messaging us uh, with support which is great and uh, it's it's good actually to just you know just to kind of lay it all out as honest as we can yeah um and you know it just shows us that we're just human at the end of the day we have ups and downs like everyone else yeah, I think our struggles are pretty much the same as everyone else's, male or female, and even kids. You know, I've, I've had kids say things to me as well, which we'll talk about later on. But yeah, I think everyone, everyone that, um, everyone that can uh, probably sympathise with what we're going through has the same struggles as us. So uh, absolutely, yeah. and for the first time properly now, we're recording it on video because Nick's worked out how to record it. So uh, not only can you hear us. But uh, you'll now also be able to see us. But now we've got to work out where we're going to post these videos now. We're yeah. going to set up like a YouTube thing as well. Do you want to just tell everyone about the um, what you've been doing as well, what you've been working on? Yeah, so on? I've been pretty busy this week. Um, we kind of rushed our way through uh, trying to make sure that people, that people could get access to our podcasts. So we were on Buzzsprout for a while. Uh, but what we didn't realize, that Buzzsprout only gives you a limited amount of minutes um per per week or month or whatever it was so um a friend of mine pointed me towards uh, another website called anchor which is owned by spotify and they have a great kind of uh space where we can upload all of our podcasts so that's where we're going to be from now on and those podcasts also get shared out to uh spotify and to amazon and to we're now on apple podcasts as well um and we are on google but well, well we're getting there google have been really slow um which is not unlike google so we will be on google soon so if we upload this video to youtube then what we'll do is we'll stick all of the important links down there and make sure you click subscribe wherever it wherever it is is it true <laughs> to say that we are now a truly global podcast going out all over the world we are literally global, which is which which is great. You know, I, I quite like the idea of someone sitting in on their veranda in Kentucky, uh, watching us whilst a load of chickens kind of run past. Or, incidentally, now you say that when we were looking at the stats, you you listeners might be interested to know that obviously gives us a breakdown of where people are listening, and we do actually have listeners across the globe at the moment so there are a few people in america there was i think there was one in australia one in new zealand so um yeah interesting that it goes out to those people and hopefully as it grows you know we'll get you know we'll get a wider audience as well but yeah it's all good at the moment really enjoying it and it's fun and like i say getting some lovely messages great feedback um yeah from all sorts of people so yeah thanks ever so much again for listening in and uh yeah we really do appreciate it and we're enjoying doing it so and if it so, helps um, anyone great absolutely and, that, and that's the whole point of this because it helps us and we're helping you guys as well which is what it's all about it's all um, about accountability ex- exactly because without the accountability um it well, I personally need that in order to make it work for me. So uh, without further ado, every episode, what we do is we start with our latest updates. Now, both Nick and I are doing Slimming World. Uh, here's my book here. As you can see, I've got three stickers. And if Nick holds up his book, which I'm sure he's got to hand, Nick's doing a bit better than me. Look, he's, he's got loads of stickers. Uh, but to be fair, he's been on it a bit longer than me. So um, that's okay. So um, last week... I um I lost um 
five and a half pounds, which was great. Um, I weigh myself on Mondays. Uh, today is Wednesday. Nick's weighed himself this morning. But yeah, on Monday, um, the scales told me I'd put one pound on, which is which is bonkers. Uh, I was really surprised by that. Um, in fact, I was really pissed off, if I'm honest, by that. Um, yeah, it wasn't nice. And to be honest, uh, I couldn't hang around for the Slimming World meeting. So I just wanted, it, it felt like I was running away. I just wanted to get out of there as quickly as possible. So I put all my clothes back on. They don't like me weighing in naked down there. I don't know why that is. But I put, all, I put, I put my shoes back on quickly and I ran off. And uh, I did get a message from uh, from the consultant just saying, look, don't worry about it. It's all cool. So, um, yeah, so one pound on. So I'm a bit gutted with that. Um, however, and I don't normally do this because I don't like doing it, uh, and it's something we're going to be talking about later on. Um, I weighed myself this morning uh, on because uh, it's Wednesday today, um, and the scales upstairs say, in two days since my last weigh, and I've lost five pounds, which which is which is great if it is true. But obviously, I only really want to weigh myself with one set of scales at Slimming World. So, uh, but it, it has kind of picked me up and pushed me on um, to to carry on what I'm doing. Yeah. So yeah, so that's uh, that's my that's my update. So one pound on. So yeah, I was gutted with that to be honest. I- I think the one thing you should have taken out of that, which I know you have taken out of it, is the fact that although you'd put on, or it seemed as if you'd put on, or you did put on, you actually, although you were pissed off to start with, and I know you were pissed off because I read the messages, but <laughs> but it's very easy then to just think, oh, I don't want to bother. I don't want to bother. Oh, oh yeah. You know, so actually to, to you know get yourself out of that that mindset and crack on, and then, you know, again, I've been, we share our activity that we do on our watches so we know what we're doing. And, you know, and I, I see what Ian's doing and he sees what I'm doing and he often moans at me and says, have you actually put your watch on your wrist today? And half the time I have, but just haven't done anything. <laughs> so so I see what he does and I know what he's doing and I know he's doing it. And, and the one thing I said to him, look, whatever you think, whatever you think is happening at the moment, what you're doing now it's a damn sight better than what you were doing two months ago. So it's it's an improvement. It's whatever you're doing is working. Yeah, absolutely. You've got to appreciate that your bodies are very complex. And oh, yeah. it's something we'll talk about. You know, when you eat food, it doesn't always register. It might register quicker than other food. It might show up as a weight gain or a loss. It, you know, it can be really odd the way that gains and losses show up in your body. So don't ever get disheartened about it. And yeah, I mean, fair play to you. You've just cracked on and you've, you know, you've carried on and just, you know, that's happened. It's happened. And I'm sure next week, you, you know, you'll make a, you know, there'll be a big difference again. So. Well, let's hope so. I did, I did sit there and I really stressed over why, why I'd put a pound on because I'd, I'd actually done quite a bit of exercise last week. I'd done a lot of walking around. Um, I'd been super duper tempted at one of the gigs I was at uh with the food well only until I, it really started affect started to affect my smell and, and which i found was weird because it looked nice when it came out but it was super greasy and they had samosas on there onion barges and little cocktail sausages which were obviously all deep fried and they were like a meter to my right hand side yeah. and so of course people were queuing so they were walking past me with full plates as they were heading back to their own tables and it was just like you know, I've got a, I've got a bloody apple and a bottle yeah. of water, and you know, it, it was it was really stressful. But I didn't do it, you know, and um, I felt better for not doing it. But I did feel ill just through from the stench of the buffet. So, and then I started to question everything that I'd ate during the week. Now, yeah. the only thing that was kind of different this last week to the week before was that I wasn't documenting what I was putting in my mouth so much. So I thought, well, maybe that's it. So um, I've started doing that again, um, but um, it was just it was just odd. And then I thought, well, okay, maybe it was maybe it was the crisps. So I tend to eat maybe a bag of crisps a day. Each one's about hundred calories. Uh, they're the low calorie ones that you can buy. So like, you can get things like Monster Munch. They're coming like five gram bags or something ridiculous. They're not very big. Um, but they they are quite high in fat, so I thought, well, maybe that's it. So I've I've cut those out this week, 
Um, but other than that, I was really struggling. And then I thought, well, maybe it's the Hello Fresh, uh, which were which we're doing at the minute. And and again, you know, I mean, I've cancelled it for for next week. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to um, finish it this week, have a week off, and cook our own food because there are some things that we still. You know, like we like to eat that we can't get from HelloFresh. So we're going to give that for give that a go for a week and then see how we weigh in, uh, not the Monday coming, but the following Monday. Yeah. Um, and then maybe go back to the HelloFresh. Because the thing is with HelloFresh, even though the, the calorie-controlled meals are, six, are under 650 calories, they are really high in fats. Yeah. But what I've since discovered is even though they may be high in fat, which is 20 to 30 grams or more, it's the saturated fats, which is what you need to concentrate on. And I didn't want to get too technical with the nutrition stuff because I thought, well, I'm going to start looking at the back of packets and starting to think, well, you know, well, look, it's got half a gram of saturated fat. I can't eat that. But a lot of the HelloFresh stuff is about about eight or nine grams of saturated fats. And they say, guys, maybe up to 30 grams a day, women up to 20 grams. So if I'm not eating anything else that's like really bad during the day, then the HelloFresh stuff should be good. So... Um, but we're going to, we're going to have a week off and see how we, and see how we get on. Um, but I'm not going to, I'm not stressing out over it too much. I mean, seeing the five pound loss this morning has pushed me on. Not that I trust it, but you know, I've got a really busy weekend of events coming up and it's mother's day and we're going out, uh, for Sunday lunch on uh, mother's day. um, Just, just going back to hello fresh and the saturated fats and all of that. Does does the the traffic light system relate to anything with HelloFresh? I've not, to be honest with you, I've not looked on the back. I obviously I've had an order from them as well, but do they use the same traffic light system? You know about the the good, the bad, the ugly in terms of fat. No, 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 they don't. No, it's um, let me just grab one of the menus. Yeah. Um, so this is um, this is what you get like from like a HelloFresh menu card. So it's got a picture of the food. All the uh, all the ingredients are here, and this is a time roasted chicken. It's under six fifty calories, and then you've just got like the method um, on the back. So it tells you um, the ingredients um, on the back. So whether you're cooking for two, three, or four people, and also the nutritional information. So I mean, this this one, which which I thought was really nice actually, I did enjoy that um, per serving was 492 calories, but then it breaks it down. So you got fats, saturated fats, um, and so on and so on. But the nutritional information you get on here doesn't relate to the nutritional information that I get through uh, an app, which I use for tracking my weight called NutriCheck. Um, So I was a bit worried about that, but you know what? I mean, we'll just crack on. But what we're going to do is on our week off, we're going to take the best of these recipes that we've had on HelloFresh and we're going to make them, but with lower fat meat, for example. So, I mean, if we take this one, the Thai-inspired pork noodles, which we really liked, the the pork mince that they give you for that is like up to 30% fat. Now, you can buy pork mince from Tesco's or the butchers or whatever for like 5% fat or 10% fat. So we'll make that, but with the lower fat mints yeah, yeah. and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll see how that impacts it. We had one last night, which was really nice. Uh, you and I had a chat about adding some extra veggies to it yeah. because it, it needed the veggies and it was so good. It was so good. We really enjoyed it. And, um, but yeah, so that, that, that's, that's, that's me. I've had a bit of a struggle, a bit of a blip with the weight increase, but, um, what about you? It was odd because I um I was really good up until Saturday yeah Saturday night I had a gig in Bury St Edmunds and it was quite a nice hotel actually and unusually the buffet food came out at about half seven eight o'clock because they'd been there it was quite a late ceremony and um the buffet food was really nice and it was all home cooked so you know when you visit. Cornwall when you go past the bakers and they have the pasties all lined up and they're huge and they yeah. cut one in half so you can see exactly how much meat is in a pasty yeah. and you just think to yourself you could not have put any more meat in that you know and it's just browned <laughs> off love it it's just beautiful and the pastry is golden well they'd made 
similar things to this, but they'd also made these sausage rolls. But the sausage rolls were about that big by about that long, you know? So, yeah. And they were all like egg washed and dark. And oh, I kept looking at them thinking, I reckon I could eat that whole plate of them, you know, quite easily. Because <laughs> I hadn't had. Now, the other thing is as well, obviously, where I've been suffering with my sinuses for the like three years and my taste and smell has disappeared for three years. Now, all of a sudden, I'm on a new medication. I've got my taste back and I've got my smell back, which has really changed everything. And I mean everything. It's, I know people take it for granted, but when you can start to smell and taste things again, it's like, it's weird. Anyway, so all through the night, oh, Nick, are you going to have something to eat? I said, no, I'm fine, honestly. No, are you going to have something? You know, and then they become really insistent and they say, you've got to have something. I said, no, I'm, not, I'm on a diet, really. You know, I'm trying to watch what I eat. But you can have this and you can have this. And you know, like, you're an expert now, are you? You know, I appreciate you being kind, but please don't keep asking me. Anyway, I succumbed and I had a sausage roll. Well, I have to say it was probably the best sausage roll I've ever tasted in my life. And no one had touched the buffet, really, because the the poor girl whose wedding it was was quite honest and said that she'd forgot to send the invites out, would you believe? So there was about <laughs> 30 people there and loads of food. So I had a sausage roll and I absolutely loved it. I really did. It was like heaven for me. So all the way home, I'm thinking to myself, I can't believe it. I'm like beating myself. I can't believe I've cheated. I can't believe it. What do I do? Do I tell Ian I've had a sausage roll? Do I tell Doris I've had a sausage roll? Do I just come clean? Do I just say, look, hands up, guys. I've done something really bad. It's like I've nearly murdered someone, you know. It's like I've, I've got a confession to make. What? I've had a sausage roll. You've what? You've had a sausage roll? You mad? So I felt really bad about it. And then that's been playing on my mind, you know, and I've been thinking to myself, well, I ain't going to lose any weight this week. And then Doris kept saying to me, it's a sausage roll. Don't worry. It's a sausage roll. That's all. You'll be fine. So anyway, I weighed in this morning, to cut a long story short, and I'd lost two and a half pounds. So I was well chuffed. I really was. And um, I got my official well, hey. stone certificate to say that now I've lost three stone, two and a half pounds. So again, I'm, I've gone over that sort of landmark 22 stone now. So, from 26 i'm now in the 22 so i'm i'm on my way to my fourth stone now so i'm really really pleased um and surprising i mean i feel really good i really i feel really good about myself i feel that good that i can wear thick rim glasses and a hat doing a podcast you know that's what it does to my confidence i mean it's unbelievable um and as people know i suffer my confidence quite a bit so um so which so so yeah i'm really really pleased and um i ordered some jeans this week as well which were well as we said before i i used to wear i wear my jeans above my teaser strip so i used to be a 40 uh, 54 inch waist jeans or trousers and i've just ordered and had delivered and they fit a 44 inch waist um black skinny jean which i i put them on and i was like amazed and again some people will think 44 that's big mate but uh going from 54 it's quite a, oh that's that's really good so i was i was well chuffed and again uh, yeah we'll we'll come on to it in a minute but it's amazing what it does for your confidence as well you know and oh yeah you know uh, have you found that as well are you starting to feel more confident yeah no absolutely i've noticed that some clothes are starting to get a little bit longer and they 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 cover the teaser strip a little bit more but interesting what you just said about you wear your jeans above the teaser strip i can't think of anything worse so i i always wear my jeans below the teaser strip yeah. um so my jeans are only 42 inch so yeah i know, um, I know. we had this conversation before didn't we it's, it's yeah. weird you know i i don't know why i I've always done it. Uh, even, you know, when I was at school, I don't, I mean, I don't look like Simon Cowell because obviously, but then, you know, uh, this clear. might be a horrible, yeah, this might be a horrible pitch for some people, but uh, my boxer shorts, I pull my boxer shorts quite up over my teaser strip as well. But then what happens is as I walk, 
they gradually fall down the backs of my legs. So I get to the supermarket, I'm at the freezer aisle, and all of a sudden my boxer shorts are around my knees, and I have to sort of hide in the corner and pull them up. You know, it's terrible. No, it's, it's weird how we all wear all, how we all wear clothes differently. But you know, I, I did. I mean, I mean, the, the jeans I got they're skinny as well, and I quite like the skinny ones because usually when you get when you get to kind of our kind of size, you find that um, well, not so much more recently, but say ten years ago, if you if you had to buy say forty six, forty eight inch trousers or jeans or whatever, they'd always look like old man's clothes. Like, yeah. So the shirts would be old man's, the jackets, the jumpers, everything would be like an old man clothes. Now, not so much these days because companies like Giacomo and uh, Joe Browns and quite a lot, of other, uh, a lot of other companies now are bringing out more kind of current um, clothing. And this is something that we touched on last week as well, because when they advertise their clothing, they still use models who are, who are a lot thinner and don't weigh yeah, yeah. like 24, 25 stones. So yeah. you get a false view of what those clothes are going to look like on you. But Very clever marketing. Um, very clever. Yeah, it is, it is very clever marketing, and that's what it's all about. So let's talk about weighing in every day. Uh, this came to my attention because I did see uh, someone on social media that was weighing himself every day. And um, I personally think that's a terrible idea. And I know everyone's got their own opinions of it, and I totally get that. And uh, I, I personally think it's not a very good way to track your weight. Um, I don't think it's an accurate way of tracking your weight either, because like we touched on earlier, I think your bodies are so complex in terms of the way that food goes on and off and if it shows or it doesn't show. I think that you really should be weighing yourself once a week, end of. And if you can get to a class and do it so that you're accountable in front of someone so that you feel that embarrassment if you haven't had a good week, because if you're weighing yourself, your, you know, if you're weighing yourself in your bathroom, in your lounge, in your kitchen, or you know, or your bedroom, and you've put on a pound, in reality, no one needs to know you've put on a pound. No one at all. But if it's documented and it's in front of a class, and please, people, don't think that you stand in front of a class like you've probably seen on Little Britain, and they say, "Oh, Nick, have you?" Nick's put on three pound this week, ladies and gents. <laughs> it's nothing like that. It's it's confidential. You get weighed in. You get told what you've lost. It gets documented. But there is also that sort of fat shaming, you know, where if you have had a bad week, you need to be told you've had a bad week. You know, it's tough love. It really is. It's motivation. You know, and this, you you know. We do this because we care, you know, uh, and, you know, we're doing it because we want to make a difference. And if you've had a bad week or you've gone off track, you know, someone probably needs to tell you you've gone off track and you need to get back on track. You need to get yourself sorted out because, believe you me, if uh, if no one said anything, it will probably mean that they don't really give a monkeys. And No, exactly. So. And um, when, when I saw that the um... – the weighing thing was going to was coming up in this episode. I did a bit of research. Yeah. Right. So this is, this is actual research and I've got all the research here on my iPad. So, um, a lot of the fitness and health websites I looked at online actually say weighing yourself daily is a powerful weight loss tool because when you see, I mean, one website here, um, what is it? Uh, do, 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 fit and well say that it's a, a powerful weight loss tool because it, uh, where is it? Something about, oh, that's it. You may feel more driven to stay on track when you see small losses during, uh, throughout the week. And, uh, a lot of, a lot of other websites, heart.org recommend it. Um, medicine net recommend it. My fitness pal recommend it. Weight loss resources recommend it. Um, I can't think of anything worse because I don't want to see the small losses. I, 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 I prefer, well, for me personally, I prefer the anticipation yeah. of standing on the scales at the end of the week in order to see, to hopefully see the bigger number for me, seeing that I've lost four grams, uh, from Monday to Tuesday doesn't do nothing for me at all. But if I got on the scales a week later and I've, and I've lost four pounds, 
then that's enough. That's that gives me a kick up the arse to then move move on to the next week. So you know there are pros and cons to weighing yourself daily. Um, I'm not sure if anyone's weight fluctuates so much to the point where they can see like, oh, I've I've done I've lost three pounds in the last 24 hours. I'm not I'm not yeah. quite sure if if that really happens or not. I think but some people thing, say that it does. Yeah, I think another thing is that if you've got, let's say for instance, you've got a set of scales and you put them on their side up against your wardrobe in the bedroom and each morning you get them out and you put them on your piece of carpet and you stand there and you weigh yourself. Whales are... Uh, wh- whales? <laughs> Who are you calling a whale? <laughs> scales obviously need to be calibrated correctly, the same as any weighing measurement tools that are out there. Now, it can honestly depend where those scales are on that carpet, what the surface is like, what you're standing on, where you're standing, it can be loads of things. And that one pound, it may be that you've actually lost a pound, but it's not showing. That could be the difference between something demotivating you and motivating you. So again, you know, if you're moving a set of scales, logic would say that they're 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 gonna gradually get out of, of um calibration. They're not they're never gonna be exact. Whereas if you've got digital scales at a club that are there, you're only ever measuring on one set of scales. The at, the same, at the same time of day as well. Same time of day. I mean, ours is, you know, I think you do your sort of 9, 9.30 in the morning as well, don't you? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, same here. We're sort of between 9 and 9.30. Um, you know, and again, as you said earlier, if you get a chance to stay for the meeting, if you think you're having a, you know, a bad week, stay for the meeting, listen, just get yourself motivated. The last few times we haven't been able to stay because – We've had other things, that, you know, going on. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I personally wouldn't be, you know, unless unless you've got a set of scales somewhere like, I don't know, in the garage or whatever, and they never get moved, and they're always on, or, you know, then that might be different. But, again, why would you want to do it each day? Why I think I think it, I think it's different for everyone. I mean, everyone. Yeah. Some people their weight does fluctuate, yeah. and maybe they 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 like the idea of being able to see that you know they've been out for a really long walk and they've lost a pound, and that kind of pushes them on to the next day. And I suppose there's no real right answer. You know, it's no. whatever whatever works for you. What works for me is weighing myself once a week on the scales at Slimming World. Having said yeah. that, like I said earlier on, I weighed myself this morning just out of interest because my other half said she'd weighed herself. So I thought, well, yeah, well, why not? What have I got? What have I got to lose? Went yeah. up to the scales, stood uh, up to the bathroom, put them in the same place where I always put them, stepped on told me I'd put on nearly 15, 13, 15 stone or whatever because the last person to stand on them was was Denise. <laughs> so that's how the big red light come on. It's just like, oh, what a downer. So then I stood on and it said I'd, I'd, I'd lost five pounds since Monday. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But, you know, uh, it's pushed me on to carry on. We are heading now into the weekend now. Yeah. Uh, I've got events Friday, Saturday. Uh, we've got Sunday lunch on Sunday and then I've got a wedding in the evening. So, yeah, yeah. you know, there's going to need to be a lot of planning and preparation this week. Oh, certainly it's for gonna me. It's going to be a test, isn't it? It's going to be a test. Yeah, sure. yeah, I think so. I think so. Absolutely. Um, on the flip side of that, if you can come out of this weekend, yeah. if you can come out of this weekend, hang on. if you can come out of this weekend and you're doing well, then, yeah, I mean, that's, that's going to be a great thing, isn't it? That really is. Yeah, you know that that'll g you up. So, um, so yeah, so we're eating out on Sunday, and that nicely leads us on to the eating out topic, uh, which is uh, something you mentioned in the, uh, our Facebook group earlier this yeah, week. Yeah. Now, um, with uh, we had a, a reply from uh, Terry Brandon. Hi, Terry. Uh, Hi, thanks Terry. for being in the group. Um, Terry says. Um, why is the only healthy option always a salad? Chicken breast salad, £15. So because I refuse to pay 15 quid for chicken and lettuce, I get cod and chips for 10 quid out of principle. Uh, why then when you ask for a soft drink that isn't fizzy, they only have drinks with 40 grams of sugar in? I agree with that. Yeah. Eating out with a child, chicken nuggets, chips and beans, fish fingers, chips and beans, never anything like chicken, rice and veg. Why when they advertise kids' meals, uh, they don't, bring they don't have cutlery for the children so they come over with a giant fork and steak knife um drives me mad and yeah terry we 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 hear you completely um 
you know, eating out, when you look at, I mean, with, with the exceptional Weatherspoons, Weatherspoons do really well with their healthy, with their healthy options because they have loads of different menus and then they have a vegan menu, a vegetarian menu, and then they have, I don't know what they call it, like a, an under 500 calorie menu or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So Weatherspoons are really quite good. And I have noticed that a lot of restaurants have, including McDonald's and Burger King and KFC and all those other places, have, are, are now putting their their calorie uh, content uh, some some nutritional information on uh, on on the food that you get and and that can be really helpful and it will help you make wise choices but what terry says is really true why would you spend 15 pounds on on a chicken salad when you can get cod and chips for a tenner yes. doesn't go it doesn't work doesn't figure out in my head. So are yeah. we being forced? Are we because, you know, we're going through a financial crisis at the minute. There's not a lot of money going around. Are people for for going the healthier option because it is more expensive and going down the junk food uh, junk food road? Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I, I totally agree with what Terry's saying, even so much that, you know, you go into Tesco's or you go into Iceland's or somewhere like that, and the cheapest foods are the, un, the most unhealthy foods. You know, visitor, by the way. Oh, yeah. You could probably hear my visitor in the background. Someone just walked past about a mile away and the dog kept barking. <laughs> yeah, he um, got stressed out and went to the back door. Yeah, bless. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's the it's the crap food. It's the crap food that's the cheapest to buy. And it's no wonder that, you know, in, in today's world where money is so tight for so many people that, the easy option is to buy that crap food and probably kid yourself that that's okay. You know, I'll have that at the moment, but you know, some people just haven't got a choice. They can't, they can't choose to go and have organic food or homegrown produce or anything like that. Or, you know, and I know some places do vegetables really cheap, you know, and, um, you know, it's, I'll just eat. So time time is a factor as well, because, you know, we all, we all have really busy lives. You know, we don't, you know, um, some of these, some of these like Hello Fresh meals, right? They take thirty to forty minutes. Even just the preparation of some of the vegetables can take ten or fifteen minutes. And a lot of people, they don't, they they don't want to wait for that. You know, they want they want food and they they need to have it right now. They come in. How many times have you, you know, kids have come in from playing out, or even you did when you were younger, and you just go, "Oh, I'm starving. I need to eat. I need to eat. Yeah. What's for dinner? What's for dinner? I've got to eat now. If I don't eat now, I'm going to die." Yeah. And this is the problem. Because you can phone up, you can go on to Just Eat on your phone and you can order a McDonald's and it'll be here within 10, 15 minutes, right? Or you can order from the Chinese takeaway. I mean, the one that we used to use up the road, we'd order. It's literally 100 metres up the road. We go and pick it up 15 minutes later. Instant food gratification. Get in my belly. Thank you very much. And this is the problem because time is a big factor for people. People don't have time to go and buy the ingredients, to prepare the ingredients, to actually cook the dinner and then do the, then do the washing up afterwards. It's no, a drag. So is it no, any wonder fast food is so much of a better option for a lot of people? Agreed. Agreed. Um, you know, it's the other thing is batch cooking, isn't it? You know, if if you can find yourself time for an hour on a Sunday night to make... I mean, you can make a healthy spaghetti bolognese, for instance. You, and I mean a healthy spaghetti bolognese. You can make it with turkey mince. You know, you can make it with celery. You can make it with tomato puree, tinned tomatoes. You can pretty much make a, a spaghetti bolognese for not a lot of money and for not a lot of calories that you can you can make a big batch up. And then you could possibly have that with, you could have it with salad one night. You could have it with jacket potato. You could have it with your pasta. There's lots of things you can do. So there, you know, again, and if you've got a freezer, just go and buy some cheap plastic tubs, fill them up. There's your portion size. You're going to get used to your portion sizes. Stick them in the freezer. You know, make up a few different things. You know, do it that way. That's you know, my mum always taught me that when I was younger. And I, you know, when I first got my first house, I think, or flat, um, that's exactly what I did. Just stuck it in the freezer. You know, and then when I got home, I wanted something in the microwave, defrost, or put it in a pan cook it nice and easy you know and I, I do also think that you enjoy your food more as well and you taste more of it if you've cooked it yourself because again you know you've you know that you've taken the time and the effort to do it so, and, and not only that exactly, you, 
you know exactly what's gone in it. That's it. Which is so what you, you were just about to say. So, yeah, when, so, so you've when, got no added sugars. You've got no added salt. You only put in what you want. And you know, and I know, even from the Hello Freshes, you know, those recipes that you can substitute things. So if, if in a Hello Fresh one that's under 650 calories, for instance, and it gives you a tub of creme fraiche, well, actually, if you've got fat-free creme fraiche, stick that in. You're saving yourself even more. Mm. And you ain't going to notice a difference, I can assure mm. you. So, you know, once you know, and it, you know, the, and the basic, that everything's on YouTube about cooking food. It's, you know, it's it's not. Oh, it's, it's, it's a nightmare. I mean, if, if you just look through my Facebook feed, there are literally just videos on top of videos of fried chicken and this and that, which is kind of like the opposite of what I'm trying to do at the minute. So is this is this the Facebook algorithm at work here? Oh, yeah. Showing me and tempting me with all these, like, like these other fantastic foods. It probably is. And yeah. um, I think the other thing is when, when you're eating out, you've got no idea how these things are cooked. So, you know, you, you've got no idea how much oil they're using, how much salt, how much MSG they're sticking in there, what they're cooking it in. Are they are they sharing vegan and vegetarian food with meat and all that kind of thing oh, i'm gonna have a salad but then you're gonna cover it in like dressing yeah, what's oil. on the dressing yeah. it's just like well i'm having a salad it's all right isn't it surely yeah but if you've covered it in vinaigrette which is probably full of oil and all sorts of different things and salt and god knows what else you you really have to look at you have to break it you have to break it down and yeah. and look at all of the different components that make what you're about to eat yeah. Um, do you, do and it's watch, scary. Do you watch many cooking programs? Not anymore. For that reason. Is that because of, yeah. I mean, the one thing that, I mean, I do enjoy, I, I love cooking anyway, and I do, I, I enjoy watching cooking programs. And I don't, I don't sit there and sort of drool as I'm watching thinking, God, I wish I could eat that now. I honestly don't. I'm more in, I, I really like, I like to know what the techniques are about achieving something you want to achieve, you know, what you can do if you do it this way or that way, or, or why you would add salt to this, or why you would fry that first to a translucent, you know, consistency or whatever, you know, things like that. So I enjoy all of that. But the one thing I have noticed recent, when I say recently, over the last few years, is this myth that olive oil is great for you. You know, let's put more olive oil on it. You know, you make a soup and you drizzle bloody oil on top of a soup. I mean, that's just unnecessary, unnecessary calories going in your body. Is it really? I think, I, think, gonna... I think olive oil is probably a better choice than some of the other oils that you can put on there. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But again, do you really need olive oil on it? Probably not. You know, do can, can you tell me that if you were cooking, say, Let's say you were cooking tomatoes in a pan in the morning. If you were to use spray light stuff, you know, which is like no calories. If you were to use that as opposed to a normal oil, would you honestly eat that and think, oh, God. I think I think okay. the thing here is that we, we eat with our eyes quite yeah. a lot. So when you're faced with a bowl of pasta that maybe looks maybe a little bit dried out or whatever, we'll, t we'll take, actually, we'll take lasagna as an example, right? If you, if you have a, a lasagna that you've maybe, you've bought, you've, you've got a shop bought one that comes in a little packet about that big, right? From Tesco's or wherever you put it, you put it in the oven, it comes out. It's, it, it could look a bit dried out and a bit meh. Yeah, if you go to an Italian restaurant, you can bet your life that they've covered it in oil to make it look good. Yeah. Right. And this and this is the thing. I think oils are used to make food look good because as it arrives on your table at your favorite restaurant and you look at it, and you go, Oh, look at that. And then everyone else goes, Oh yeah, I wish I'd ordered that. Look at mine. Mine's tiny, mine's rubbish. And this is it. Oil glistens. It's it, it makes things look good. And you're right, so, the glistening bit, when the light catches it and it's just that little sort of sparkle. Oh, that looks juicy. Yeah, what oh, a piece yeah, of that. that. Yeah, the nice ripe tomatoes in there. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Terry, to answer, to answer your question, you can have your cod and chips, but if, if you ask the guy behind the counter at your chippy to do, if they do a grilled cod or a cod without batter, then I'm sure they do that. I'm sure they do that as an option. Yeah, they probably would, wouldn't they? I mean, hmm. you might have to pre-order it, mightn't you? But again, um, it depends. I mean, most most chip shops. I don't know. Do most chip shops have like a a grill option? 
not sure. I think some of them are kind of like built into kebab shops. They're kind of like kebab shops as well, aren't they? Um, yeah. So they have kind of like a, a grill thing. But again, you know, what's 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 that been cleaned and wiped with and what oils have they used on that? It's just it's just easier to eat at home because you know exactly what you've put in your food. So Do you think that it's a British mentality as well about we don't want to be causing too much hassle, you know? Oh, yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love to go there and I'd love to say, you know, have you ever sat with someone going out for a meal and they say, oh, yeah, could I have this? But could you do this and could you do that? And you sit there and you roll your eyes and think, oh, shut up and just get on with it. Yeah, no, and it's exactly. it's a very British thing, you know, but yeah. actually, you know, if you are conscious of what you're doing, and that's probably not a bad thing, because if you're paying for the food anyway, why, why are you not getting it how you want it? Yeah, and you know, I, like- think, I think that's more of a thing in America. I think I've seen more of that kind of um, – being specific with how they make your food. I think that's more of a thing in America, like over here. I don't think that's a thing at all. Yeah, yeah, true. Um, Just going on to that as well. I mean, yeah, thanks for that, Terry. And that's an interesting topic. It really is. And, um, yeah, it's it's like you say, um, you know, you pay 15 quid for a, a salad that probably costs about two and a half quid to make yet you'll pay a tenner for fish and chips, which probably costs a fiver to make, or I don't know. I mean, it's just, yeah. There's no real incentive for people to eat healthily. Is it that it takes more time to do that? Is it that they, you know, is it just all about, you know, quick turnaround and getting bums on seats, getting them eating and getting them out as soon as possible? Perhaps it possibly. is. Perhaps um, it just looking through the uh the facebook group want to say hello to keith brace who's in the group yeah hi, uh, thanks keith. For, thanks for adding me hopefully your journey will inspire me to lose some weight and cut out the fizzy drinks whilst doing a gig three to four pints of cola is not helping even if it is a diversion keith i am totally with you on that i used to drink obscene amounts of diet coke we could buy 24 cans and they'd last four or five days if that at a gig Pints of Diet Coke, loads of them, or even a fat Coke every now and again. Why not? But you know what? I, I've switched. I switched to water along. Um, yeah, probably. I started drinking a lot more water last year. Um, I don't drink a lot of Diet Coke now. I can't actually stand the taste of it. I don't mind the odd one every now and again, yeah. but I can't stand the taste of it now. It just tastes like syrupy shit. Yeah. So um, a lot of people say I've, I've got a friend who who, who kind of follows all these conspiracy theories and he, he, he goes on about um, sort of like the ingredients and things like Diet Coke, how they can affect your memory, which makes me think, well, yeah, I've got that because I've got a really shit memory. So I'm just wondering whether it's just uh, all the abuse of drinking uh, a chemically concocted drink uh, for, for most of my life. Yeah. Yeah, the other interesting thing about Diet Coke is, or zero, yeah, Diet Coke, sugar-free Coke is, although it is Diet Coke or sugar-free, it's you are still getting that sugar rush to your brain, aren't you? Because you're getting that sweetness. So your brain still craves the sweetness. So it's quite counteractive, actually. You know, and, and like, again, we've touched on before, you know, if you're working at a wedding or a party or whatever and you ask for a drink, the char- the choices of, you know, low-fat drinks that you've got available to you are probably only water or Diet Coke. You know, there was a yeah. time where you could get a – you could probably get a slimline tonic, I guess. And lime juice or something and like lime that. lime juice, maybe. yeah. Um, you've got water, but then if you've got water – it's probably mass-produced, syrupy, concentrated juice that goes into it that they get from the brewer or the supplier. So that's probably not doing you any good either. Five minutes later. So I've got no idea what happened there. Um, hopefully I can make it seamless in the video, but I think it was Nick's fault. I think it was. I think it was. Well, I think we were talking about fizzy drinks, weren't we, before we got rudely interrupted. Yeah, so, so basically what I was saying is if you're working and the choices you've got are normally water or Diet Coke mm. and or you've got juice. And if you've got juice, the chances are it's some mass-produced syrup uh, that's added to water, which is probably not very good for you, not very healthy, full of sugar, full of crap, um, and probably something you shouldn't really be drinking anyway. 
So the choices, or you've got a slimline tonic, which I think we um, we mentioned before as well, which probably isn't the most exciting of drinks. So you know, what do you do? Do you do you make up your own drink? Do you take it with you? Because I suppose if you're doing it that way, then you are also you are um, you can actually gauge exactly how much drink you're drinking as well. You know, so that might be the way to do it. But again, it's that effort. It's that initial effort of you know thinking to yourself before you leave home. Right, I'm going to make a drink. It's preparation. Drink. It's preparation. It's you've just got to find the time, haven't you? I've got a uh, a one liter chili bottle, and I fill it with water uh, before I go. Well, before I really go anywhere. So when I'm working during the day, I do a lot of driving, so I take the chili bottle out that way. I try to make sure it's empty by the time I get home, so I know I've drank a liter of water. Same yeah. when I go to a gig, and I actually find the water a lot more refreshing. But yeah. I can only I can only drink bottled water i'm a bit posh i can't drink tap water i just can't bring myself to drink it it's just doesn't taste it just doesn't taste nice um so yeah i go for the spring water because i'm posh so (laughs) but yeah i mean some 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 people even take um flasks of tea or coffee and hey well why not eh? um anything's got to be better than a fizzy drink yeah Um, but again you know when we were when who was it that asked the question about drinks? Was it? I think it was Keith. I think it was Keith. Okay, so yeah, going back to your point, Keith, about that. Um, yeah, it's 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 difficult. It really is. It's you know what what do you even diet coke? As as again we've mentioned, you know, diet coke is is designed to give your brain that hit of sweetness, so you will still crave sweet things. So it's probably not doing you that much good either, even though it is Diet Coke, you know, and the, it says on the tin, hey, it's Diet Coke. It's going to be really good for you. Well, And plus also, at a venue, what's the bet that the Diet Coke that they pour you is has come out of a big, big plastic to a two-litre bottle, and it may not be fizzy, it'll be flat. How many yeah. times have you had a glass, of, a glass of flat Diet Coke? It's the worst drink in the world. The best Diet Coke either comes straight out of a can or one of them little glass bottles. The best, if if you're going to have one. The best Diet Coke is full-fat Coke. (laughs) That is exactly right. (laughs) Because that's the one that tastes like Coke. But again, you know, again, you know, if if you were being served by a waitress or a very busy bar, and and all they're doing is pressing the trigger. Oh yeah. All they're doing is pressing the trigger and the syrup and the you know the soda is coming out or whatever you probably don't even know you're getting a diet coke no you you could be getting a half a glass full of sugar and crap and syrup so you know you're probably better off just the preparation or just going down to Lidl's or Aldi's and buying yourself some bottled water and taking it with you and I think you can you you can just buy the little shots as well that you can add to the water can't you yeah you can do and the the other good thing about bottled water is it's actually cheaper than fuel so (laughs) Just a shame my van doesn't run on it. A liter, a liter of water is what? Well, some some places maybe one pound ten, one pound yeah. fifteen. A liter of fuel, well, a liter of diesel, one pound eighty. Nice. Mm. <laughs> well, we're going to wrap this up. I think. Um, what yeah. goals for this week? Goals for this week. Uh, so I would like to get off. I think being realistic. You know, again, I've got a busy weekend. If I can get a weight loss of three pound this week, I'll be really pleased. Because again, that's getting me on to sort of pretty much three and a half stone. Then, so yeah, that'll be. I'll be really pleased with that. What about you? Uh, I'm aiming for four. So because last week I wanted three. Yeah. To get into my next half stone. Yeah. Um, but I'm. I, but in order to now pull back that one that I've put on, I'm aiming for four this week. Uh, so I'll get into my next half stone. So that's my, that's my aim. Um, just got to get over the weekend. So we'll, we'll see how we, um, crack on, but listen, guys, thank you very much for, um, listening and watching. Um, if you check, if you're watching on YouTube, check all of our links down there. You'll find links to our, um, anchor page and all of our Apple and Spotify and all that kind of stuff. Um, do keep checking in the Facebook group, Two Fat DJs. Check us out in there. You can come and have a chat about health, nutrition, or whatever you want, DJing, anything goes in there, okay? Uh, but, yeah, we'd love to hear from you. If you've got any questions we can address in future editions, then we want to hear from you. What about um, – we've got an email address as well now, haven't we? 
We have, yeah. If you want to email us, it is podcast at twofatdjs.co.uk. So podcast at twofatdjs.co.uk. If you're watching on the video, that would have appeared down here somewhere. Yeah. And again, if anyone does email us, you know, we 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 don't have to say your name on air if you would prefer to stay anonymous if there's something you know you're not sure about or you want to ask or if you like the podcast please tell us if you don't like the podcasts we don't care really please tell us <laughs> no we don't care no, 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 no seriously if you if you think there's anything we can do to improve it then fine a couple of things we've thought about as well um this morning i thought I was going to try and reach out to a couple of people I know in the music industry that are big people that I'm going to see if I can persuade them to record an interview or get them on board as well, just to see how, again, someone in the public sort of, you know, limelight, how they deal with it, how they have dealt with it. Have they had to change? Are they being told that they've got to look different? You know, will it help their career? If it, So I've got a couple of people that I want to talk to about that. So that's a possibility. We also, my son messaged me at midnight the other night when he'd listened to the podcast and said how much he enjoyed them. And he said, I'd love to come on there, Dad, and talk about, you know, what it's like for a young person being big and, you know, do young people get bullied now for being big? Or, you know, is that down to the individual? Can they sort of overcome that? Are there ways of doing it? So, we're gonna get we're gonna get Benji on at some point, and I might do a, a an interview with Benji privately, and then we'll we'll air it on you know onto another podcast. Um, but we'll see. You know, we've got lots of ideas. Um, again, if you've got a story to tell and you want to share it, let us know. You know, we'd we'd love to have you on board. We really would. Or if there's something else that you think that we should be doing, let us know. We're very new to this and very sort of raw. Um, so we're just trying to make it as interesting as possible for people and just as in, you know, as engaging as possible as well. So, um, you know, just let us know what you want. Excellent. And don't forget, if you, if you do like what we're doing, share us as much as possible around the internet. Uh, we may even start our own TikTok page. I've got no idea how to do a TikTok, but it seems to be where, where all the cool kids hang out. So we may we check can, that out as well. If we do a TikTok page, can we dance in our pants? No. You could do an OnlyFans oh. page for that. Oh, yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Or is it a Patreon site? A Patreon site is where people pay, isn't it? Yeah. Have you heard of those? So they pay and then they get exclusive content. So, for instance, you know when I said about walking around the supermarket with my pants falling down my leg? I could we do we, like we a, appear to be going down a dirty corridor from which there is no return. So, uh, do you remember that picture from the seventies and the eighties of the lady tennis player scratching her bum? Do you remember that? I would happily pose with that picture in my garden near the washing line, holding something like a mop. So, I'm waiting for you, you know, to talk if, about a two fat DJ's calendar now. Yeah. So if someone wants to see that again, just let me know. Just let me know, and you know, I'm sure we can arrange that. But you know, I'm I'm up. All right, let's call it a day. Thank you very much. See you later. See you, everyone. Bye. Have a great week. See and ya. you. Bye. Bye, Ian. Bye. 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 Bye.